Dashley family, welcome to this special podcast where we are about to go into our interview with Rich and Laura Sanford. You guys are in for a real treat today. We had a great discussion with Rich and Laura. We did it on both podcasts, so this is the first one, and then we jumped over to Taking Sides, so make sure you listen to both, but you're in the right place right now. This is the first podcast we did with them where we sit down, we get to know them a little bit. Just a little uh, background on Rich and Laura before we dive into the interview. Rich and his wife Laura were born and raised in Chicago's western suburbs. After two tours of duty in Iraq as a U.S. Marine, Rich moved to Naperville, Illinois, where he met and married Laura and served as a pastor at the Compass Church for seven years. In 2013, the Sanfords moved to Utah, where Rich founded the Mission Church. He is working there to this day. Laura is the creator of Joy Food Sunshine Food Blog. You've probably, if you search for a recipe on Google, you've probably landed on her site. She ranks for many, many, many foods on Google. She is actually the third result on Google that pops up on the first page when you type in chocolate chip cookies. So she's kind of a big deal in the food blogging world. And she's going to tell us her whole story, how she started that. She is also a mother of five kids under eight years old, and she homeschools and she's a photographer of food. Just a beautiful family all around. Uh, let's stop listening to me talking and go into our interview with them. What is up, everybody? Dashley family, we are so excited for this podcast today. We have Rich and Laura Sanford here with us. They They're are our neighbors. neighbors. Hi, They're guys. like, we look Hi. up to them in so many ways. Thanks for coming over, you guys. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, it's fun uh, being here, man. So we usually do like a news story. We're going to forego that today because you guys are noteworthy enough. We don't need a news story. I want to do a little housekeeping okay. for all you guys. Coming up in the Dashley community this week. We have our house tour. It's been so long and we finally got a couch. We don't have blinds yet. We may never have blinds, but the house tour will be live either the moment you're listening to this or the next day, depending on how long it takes for Dallin to edit it. Yeah. Yep. One also, to six days. This is our favorite time of the year because this is the year where we have our annual everything from Costco Thanksgiving dinner hall. That's <laughs> coming up this week. And lucky for you guys, Costco just released a kombucha drink. Have you guys tried kombucha? Uh, yes. You like kombucha? Yeah. We love it. Oh, you love it? I really? heard it's gross. I've never had it. Does oh, it, it's, it's, it's delicious. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it depends is on it what like flavor you get. This because this is very dependent on how good this vlog will be. Because <laughs> we're gonna taste com com. How do you say it? Kombucha. kombucha. It could either be like yeah. a three minute vlog or like a twenty minute vlog. <laughs> we're just like, oh, that's really great. Yum. Well, that's good. That's hopeful. The least they like it. Okay. Well, do you make it? I know people who make it. Uh, no, that is a little bit off putting. I tried to me, it for a short time. You tried to make it. Yeah, you did, you it did for like, make for like it. A month. Yeah, I probably made like five or six batches of it. My wow. buddy brought over like the starting kit, basically. Yeah. Is it like, it's is, weird. it kind of reminds I me of like it, kimchi, like fermented lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it tastes it's like fermented something, right? Like fizzy. So like, it's kind of like soda-y. Very fizzy. Is it alcoholic or not? Uh, no, no more than Coke. No more than Coke? Well, is this, Coke this, alcoholic? There's that actually freaked me out. Really? Alcohol in, in any, well, yeah. like in orange juice is naturally occurring. Yeah, there's natural occurring alcohol. But no, that huh. actually freaked me out because I was drinking it when I was pregnant, the stuff that he was making. And I like had a mini freak out session until yeah. I learned it was okay. <laughs> I think some can be. I know someone who's like, they knew someone who was like brewing it in their fridge and they bought like a test kit mm. and tested it for mm. alcohol. And it was actually like quite alcoholic. Oh, wow. 
But I think it just depends on the ferment, how long you've been fermenting. It has it, to. Or, it turns yeah, out they've just been making sure. wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> just got some moonshine brewing in there. In their fridge. Well, we'll be excited to see what you guys think about it. Yeah. Well, watch the video. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Click on the ad. Yeah. No, not really. You don't have to do that. Okay. Uh, sweet. So, man, we are like, we, we already gave you like, it did an intro at the beginning of the podcast, but just like really briefly again, uh, Rich is a, is a practicing pastor. You got, and Laura is a mother of five kids and runs a super successful online food blog called Joy, Joy Food, Food Sunshine. Sunshine. And we just have so many questions for you guys. Ashley is going to kind of lead the podcast. She has her notes over there. Yeah, you. But like, we're just, we're again, happy to have you here. We're happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. This is our second official us. podcast in this room with like microphones and things. Usually the it's studio. like a call in or something. It feels super yeah. official in here. Yeah. I'll just tell you all. Yeah. Legit. Legit. Sweet. Okay. I want to start with Laura. Um, I haven't told you this yet, but you're like my mom idol. <laughs> oh my if gosh. I could choose any of the people I know to have a vlog, it would be you. Oh, wow. Well, that means a lot. <laughs> I want to see how you do homeschooling because you have five kids and that's like pioneer schoolroom style. Like everyone's at a different level and I respect it so much. And I would just love to like watch your day, how you do that. Your home is beautifully decorated. That's like Dallin and I walked out of your house when we're we like, had we dinner. We things on our walls. And we were like, did you feel how cozy that house was? Yeah. It probably helps that like you are a craftsman, right? Like, have you oh. made a lot of your stuff? Like, uh, the, Yeah, so some of it, decent amount. Most of the wood furniture. Anything made. wood I've made pretty yeah. much. If I could like give cool. to Dallin a talent that he doesn't have, there are a few. I would yeah. gift him woodworking. Well, what Rich can teach him. That's yeah. a learned they can, they one, can, yeah. Anyone can do that one. If I could just be like, Dylan, will you craft me a what dresser do you want me to make? and a table and a side table and a coffee table and an end table and like shelving and shiplap. <laughs> I have a lot of that's things. A lot. That's a long list. <laughs> I can make an end table. We'll start there. You made our fence. <laughs> hey, look. that's a big <laughs> Or our deal. gate. I made the yeah. gate. See? There you go. You're skilled. So I just wanted to talk to you. Um, so like when we started vlogging, it was very much a joint thing, but it was also very fueled by like, I wanted something for me. I had just left my job and I thought I would be really fun to leave my job. But then I was just home alone about to have a baby. And then I had a baby and it felt like no one knew about me or knew who I was except for Dallin, who like had this like wonderfully exciting, cool life in my mind. In, I don't know how it was for him, but in my mind it was like, he was like living a party every day because he like talked to people besides his dog. And I guess his if you never leave the house, then if you never leave the house, then I guess it would be seen as a party. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to know like what, like what encouraged you to do it and like what gave you the courage to like, it's a very vulnerable space to have a food vlog blog. I have tried it. I've tried to post like four recipes and it's scarier than posting a vlog <laughs> for me because like if, if it's a bad recipe, People have just wasted an hour of their time or two hours of the time. Like if my vlog is a bad vlog, it's like 10 minutes. Like that's forgivable, but not you ruined dinner for my family. Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, just like, what's your story? Like, how did you get into it? Yeah. How did well, you get it from like this little thing to something that's like helping your family? To have the fourth spot on Google when you type in chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's we love chocolate chip cookies in our house. Um, well, it started like before we even had kids. Um, everyone's heard of allrecipes.com, right? Yeah. Everyone, uh -huh. you can like make a recipe from there, take a photo of it, submit it, and it can get um, 
it gets voted on and then they pick like photo of the day, you know? Oh, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, they did. And we were super into it. Oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. We would, but he was a photographer, not me. I hadn't learned how to take pictures yet. And, um, so we would do that all the time. That and was then, like your hobby? That was our hobby. And I was a high school chemistry teacher before we had kids. So I, if we would win, I would always put it up in my classroom and be like, look guys. Look at <laughs> so like people would try to make it. And then if, like so there, I made somebody else's recipe and posted the oh, photo of okay. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like on the database. But anyway, and so we loved doing that. But then we had a kid and then another kid and another kid. And, you know, we just stopped doing it, I guess, you know. You stopped doing a lot of stuff. A lot. <laughs> we traded. Yes. A yeah. lot of what we yeah. did. We did. Things. Yeah. And so um then after my third baby, um, we had moved from Chicago to Utah. And I felt very similar to the things that you said. Um, I felt I had some pretty severe postpartum depression going mm -hmm. on. And we moved here. We, you know, moved from a church of thousands of people to doing church in our living room because we started a church when we moved to Utah. Yeah, we're going to get there. We'll get there, I'm sure. But <laughs> um, And I just felt like isolated. I felt alone and I felt sad. And I felt the same way as you in that season where I was like, I need something for me. I need like a creative outlet. I need something. And Rich said, well, why don't you start a recipe blog? Like you've always wanted to do that. Why not just do it? Mm -hmm. And so I did. <laughs> I just like bought, you know, like the 295 Bluehost or WordPress special back then. You know what I mean? And uh, you just started learning how to make a website. Yeah. Yeah. Squarespace, I followed Squarespace around then. Or did you have to? It, it certainly yourself. wasn't promoted like you see it. Yeah, now. it was. It might have a big, been around then. But yeah, we 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 had no knowledge of it by then. Wow. Yeah, so you just, just started learning WordPress. Yeah. And just started, which is hard. We tried that, yeah. and then we we're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do Squarespace. Yeah. And then uh, you just started putting out your own recipes. Yeah. So I've been cooking for. I had at that point we had been married for I don't know how many years. How, what mm. year was that? Two thousand. When Naomi fifteen, was, she was twenty thirteen, right? She was 2015, 15, Gabe was 2013. They're right. all yeah. odd years, so I have to go back and remember. <laughs> um, but so we had been married for- Seven or eight years. Seven or eight years. So I've been cooking for that long right. for our family. And I have a ton of recipes that I had created in that time. So yeah, so I just started started with my favorite one, like a breakfast bar recipe that I eat every day still. Like I saw that Instagram post. 12 years later, I know. Do you eat it with milk or is it just? No, it's just like a little These bar. These are all personal questions. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this woman is a creature of habit if you've ever met one. That's, a little bit. Wow. Every day for 12 years, that's your breakfast. It, well, and with a green smoothie. Yeah, that's it. But anyway, Sweet. so I started with that and I just started posting all our favorite recipes and I kind of had the idea that I was making an online database for my girls one day mm -hmm. and, and my son if he wants, but um like for my kids to make the food that I serve them their whole life you know like because I always want my mom's cookie recipe or his mom's pie recipe or something like that so I'm like I'll just make this so that when my kids grow up and they start cooking they know all the delicious goodies that we made together you know yeah. wow so how did yep. it go from just an online database for your kids to a, one of the biggest uh, like recipe websites out there. For like Dallin and I, we got a call. We got a call from Facebook and they were like, we want to promote you and help you. And like, we like what you create and we want you to create it on Facebook. And that's kind of what changed our life. That's awesome. But I don't know if that's a thing in the food blog. I'm what, sure it like is. On yeah. another website, you get promoted. Or like, what was your first big like, whoa, this is for more than just my kids. Ooh, the first big one. I don't know. I, uh, I think it was... 
kind of a culmination of pins going viral on Pinterest. Okay. So you learned Pinterest too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that how you started driving traffic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the beginning, it was a most 80% Pinterest. How do you until- know if a pin goes viral? You, just like you start seeing, getting a ton of traffic from it and oh, you can okay. look at the analytics on your... That's happened with yeah. a wedding photo that I took once. Oh, yeah. Mm. There oh, you yeah. go. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I think Learning like something two, new. Two, three hundred likes. <laughs> Good Probably job. not super viral. <laughs> hey, if it drove traffic <laughs> to Two to three hundred likes is very viral if you have like one follower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. And then I started ranking, I think it was Puppy Chow. I started ranking in, in Google position one for puppy chow on Google. And then I was like, oh, there's something to this Google thing. Oh. And then I learned SE- I learned search engine optimization, SEO. And yeah, and then it just started going from there. A few, wow. a few so. breaks here and there kind of thing. I don't say big breaks, yeah. but relative to our size that a company to reach out and say, wow, we really like what you're doing kind of thing. It happened yeah. a few times. Like working with Vitamix yeah. is a big deal Stair for steps me. Yeah. up yeah. kind of. When they yeah. reached out to me, because I remember when I started my blog, I said, Rich, my dream would be to work with Vitamix. <laughs> That's because like us and have 5,000 <laughs> yeah. 5, subscribers, something like that. I forget. What's one of the, one I don't remember the number, but I was so. like, my dream would be to work with Vitamix. And I think like one of the first or second pictures I even posted on Instagram, Vitamix liked it. And Whoa. then they reached out. Like, and I was like, like I came home from the gym because I saw, you know, like when I was leaving the gym and I was like, bitch, Vitamix liked my picture. And That's how I did. felt. That's so yeah. cool. And yeah, we didn't even thought of monetizing anything or anything. Like that. No. It was just the fun of doing it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, a little bit there, a little bit more, then a little bit more. And then all of a sudden you're probably ranking in Google for a ton of different recipes now. Mm-hmm. Well, so I did do an audit on my site once I realized how valuable Google is to, you know, driving traffic and how it's more of a steady um, stream. It doesn't depend on something going viral. You know, if something ranks on page one for Google, it stays there for a while. So I had an SEO expert audit my site and tell me everything I needed to do to be better, to improve. Is that a real game changer? Oh, 100%. That changed That That literally changed everything for me. Wow. Yeah. Cool. But also terrifying. It's like... Oh, it was a lot Look of It'd be like going to a pediatrician and being like, tell me everything I'm doing wrong yes. with my baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got to thick skin yeah. to ask that question. Yeah. But I liked yeah. the the person that I used. I I hired him to tell me what was wrong with my site. Yeah. So, so you're prepared I for appreciate it. the fact that he was like, your site stinks. This is what you need to do to make he was, it not he was pretty stink. Blunt, which is actually <laughs> kind of helpful. Exactly for that, who that I am. Job, so, you know? yeah. Well, yeah. And that's where chocolate chip cookies came from. Wow. I just I did work. what he told me to do and chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I wish there was like a major in college for food, like to like learn how to make a food blog or learn how to like successfully. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I'm sure eventually it'll be. It just I think that'd be so like valuable. Or sure, like, yeah. Let's talk about SEO. Yeah. Yeah. So many industries need that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. How involved were you, Rich, during uh, as she... Like as she's making her food blog and, and you are like, what were you doing d- during all this time? How involved were you that versus like your other work that you had going on? Laura knew almost nothing about photography, like nothing. And so, and she had never expressed so much as a artistic, any, any impulse at all. That's I was like the artsy Laura. one. She was the, <laughs> like- the science and math one. That's just the way that we thought. Yeah. And, um, so when we started it, I was the one helping her with all the photographs, even if I wasn't taking them. She was constantly having me running through Photoshop's, fix things, uh, lighting, coloring, you know, constantly asking my advice on all those types of things and never knowing how to work the camera. It was never working right for her kind of stuff. Just the little Nikon DSLR or something. I started as the one yeah. in charge of that. And obviously I, I was at the time working freelance additionally as a, a graphic designer. So I had been, and I had been doing that for a while. So I'd done all the graphic kind of stuff for the website and various other graphic kind of needs. Cool. Nice. We but didn't know that. It's yeah, slowly logo traded. And stuff like that. Yeah. All that kind mm. of stuff. It slowly began that she started uh, taking off with some of that. And it just, she became really intuitive. Uh, her intuitions really showed us that she was able to do this artsy photography and she had a better eye than I I did, and that well that, for that food for photography. Technology. Can we, um, which is hard? Yeah, yeah, food photography is different than people photography. Yeah, so yeah. We, the subject doesn't move really. <laughs> when we first met them, Dallin and I had like a twelve minute conversation with you guys at the park and learned like what you do, and our minds were blown, and we we're like, our lives are changed. <laughs> we're gonna make a website, yeah. and yeah. we're gonna like have a food blog. Cause like everyone loves food. Like I have a million. Well, I don't, but like my family does. Yeah. And then we tried to do it and it's like, it is hard to take a pretty picture of like, say oatmeal or (laughs) granola or a soup. It is. It's incredibly difficult. Yeah. It takes a while to learn. It's an art form, but anyway. Yeah. And then, well, and then I went to a conference and they told me video, you have to make videos. And I remember sitting with some friends and being like, I have no time for that. I had just had, I actually had a two week old baby with me. I just had Mara. I had my little one, my fourth. So I had four kids. I had a newborn. I was like, I cannot make videos. You're out of your mind. But then I came home and I was like, we have to make videos. And then that's where his expertise was. I knew nothing. Well, I had already had all the software. I had already had all the gear for oh, videos. Perfect. I'd been doing that for years and teaching context, just, you know, different than artsy food things. But mm-hmm. um, so when she wanted to do that, I, we already had everything ready to go. So we didn't even have yeah. to make an additional investment. We were... Oh, You're that's right. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dallin and I like studied for like three years and I still don't understand any of it like at all. Mm. Yeah. Me neither. I don't. Which He's is- 100% the video guy. I just cook the food and I'm like, get the angle, <laughs> take the footage and edit it and give it to me. She's the executive producer. So she just looks over the shoulder and goes, nope, that's a terrible shot. I'm like, okay. what? Okay, Work 25 minutes on that one. I want to know when you cook the food, like you have five kids. I can't think of a more stressful situation than Dallin and I trying to record a recipe that we've been making in the last two weeks. It was like one of our top stressful moments of our marriage. 
trying to record making food with our children around us. Well, one of these days we can show you the audio in the background. Oh my gosh, no, please. Actually no. taking place during the making Not of the it. happy so, music, yeah, me right. being like, if yeah. you touch the tripod again, <laughs> mommy's going to have to put you in time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and more. And more, and more, less measured more, more statements. Yeah. yeah. Versions of that. Yeah, there's a reason there's so many jump cuts in our vlogs. <laughs> People are sometimes going like, on that, is not... that one jumped around quite a bit. They're like, well. Sometimes like, you, it's light outside now and you guys are wearing different clothes. Like, <laughs> we had to take a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But well, we, so we, that was kind of like a, had to figure it out, but mm-hmm. we started, he has Fridays off. So a lot of times we'll just shoot one day. We'll shoot a few recipes on a Friday, but. So like knock a few out in one, one yeah. setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we exactly. just always kept a file. On, an, on the external hard drive that we just would share, we'd pop between our computers and it would have a videos in progress file and she'd make just Dude, what she needed and past tell me due, what test You have do. missed your deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I need that video now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. and so how often are you posting new recipes now today? Um, once a week. Once a week. Yeah. So I started with more, but um, you know. Well, you have five children. Five kids, right? homeschool. I had to pull back, but. Yeah. We've, um, had, we've had the sustainability conversation very regularly. Yeah. Um, At least once a month we check in like, how's our heart? How are we doing with the business and with church and kids and family and marriage? Do we need to pull back? Do we need to change things? We need to pass things off. Yep. And we're, we're ready at any time. I don't know how many people who who do uh, this as a, as a major portion of an income and for lifestyle feel this way, but we are ready at any moment to pull the plug and just call it over. If it, for the health of our family or something, our family's first, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so um, but yeah, but we that, have... that keeps us lighthearted about it a little bit too. Yes, so it never exactly. feels too looming. Yeah. 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 How are you able to get to that point? Cause sometimes it, it, Cause we're not there. We're yeah. not there. We're like, we, sometimes if we're super stressed, we still try to power through because we know we need, we need to keep to our schedule of Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, getting a new vlog out. It's like how'd you get a, to, it's like, it's, it never, it like never ends. It's like this wheel that keeps on turning and even if you get ahead, you're not ahead Yeah, because you could either do more or you mm-hmm. could do better mm-hmm. or you could like, I don't know if yeah. we feel like we're never ahead or you're like, oh, I can finally take a break. And then when you do, you're behind. Or when yeah. you think that you're ahead, then Google revamps all their analytics and you've got to go oh back through new SEO know. rules. Man, and that's a different beast that I haven't yeah. even explored. Well, I think for us, the difference is like, we always feel convicted to like live off of his salary. Mm-hmm. So that was a new thing. Me making money was like a new thing. You know, like the side thing making money was new for us because I had been a stay at home mom with no supplemental income that whole time. And so we've just kind that has been our thing is trying to make sure, you know, even though we have this like extra you don't we see it. it we see it as extra uh-huh. um and we're to to like you know trying to steward it well and wisely and that um and figure out how to like use that to set us up for the future but i think that's the thing that makes that we really wanted as a couple i felt like i needed to feel like my kids were the number one priority and if I needed to let go, I could because the stress of having to also bear financial burden for the family was a lot. We actually had a conversation like about a year in where I felt overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm starting to feel like this is becoming something that we're relying on. Like, can we talk about this a little bit? And we were able, that's when I decided I was like, I need to pull back and only post once a week. 
and just trust that it's still going to do really well. And that's actually when it took off was when I said, like, I need to pull back. I need to let go. And that's really when I started focusing on SEO around that time, too. But like, that's when I really it started just going. (laughs) It started blowing up and. I think that she probably put yeah. more of her heart into the and less into less. You know, she could concentrate into the, yeah. those parts. There's probably practical reasons as to why that worked too. But yeah, I was my you know the posts are more are higher quality, you know, and they're mm-hmm. more specific where I can talk about all the ways that the recipe could go wrong and how to fix them, and you know, not just like you know two photos in the recipe, but like really thinking about my readers and how I can help them succeed. Like you said, like mm-hmm. <laughs> when I see a neighbor at the grocery store saying, Hey, I'm here buying ingredients for your recipe. So my heart doesn't (laughs) stink in my stomach. Like I really hope it turns out like, Oh good. That should turn out, you know? And if it doesn't, here's the ways to troubleshoot that, you know? That's cool. So, so I think that that's just where, you know, like maybe if he quit his job, I might feel a little bit more like, ah, the blog, the blog, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. so like using stewarding the money wisely and saving. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just got through this, like our fir- buying our first house and yeah. all the things, all the purchases that come along with that. <laughs> like, can we stop spending money, please? Spend yeah. so much after you move in, you yeah. Know, yeah. Plan on that, you know? no. We uh, definitely didn't plan as well, good as we could have for that, and we could have definitely saved more. So that's probably at part of the stress right now. And but we're getting through that, and we're starting to save, and we have goals for savings. Are you guys, so definitely are you guys Dave Ramsey people? Use the word steward. And that no, oh, that we coming from the same background Christian worldview, we have the same kind of language around yeah. when you yeah. talk about money. But yeah, he's got a lot but of. But no, really I don't have time for an envelope system. We haven't quite done that. What's but, like? What's yeah. your money system like? Do you have like a we save like a percentage or like do you just for just for us? Yeah, <laughs> early on because we're looking for a, like a strategy. We yeah. feel like we almost. I don't want to say unintentionally, but it wasn't with a ton of intention. Almost unintentionally yeah. stumbled into wise money practices. Again, like we didn't sit down one <laughs> no. day and say, let's do this. We started out living well within our means. Well, when we got married, he was working, earning peanuts as like a youth pastor and I was in college. Right. So we had a very low income when we first got married. I feel like it's almost easier to yes. live within your means when you have yeah, a very low income. Yeah, because you don't have income. expectations that are that bigger than Like Dallin and I were killing it when we were making nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so um, we fell into needing to live off of my my income think what 30 grand a year kind of thing something yeah. like that in chicago and that was we lived in an upscale area where that was that was not a lot to live on but we, we didn't even think about it as a struggle we just made it work um and then when she got a when full-time i graduated job, and started teaching we just saved my we salary. just said we're still going to live exactly at the lifestyle level that we were and so we just stayed at my income living on that and all of hers we might use it for a vacation. Yeah, we went on a extra. couple trips, you know, before we had kids. Yeah, bonus that willpower stuff. is admirable. Yeah. yeah, but besides that, we honestly just didn't spend the money. We just saved that money. And so by God's grace, we never really went into, we never went into debt because we never lived outside of that. And I yeah. say stumbled into that. I don't, we look back and think, oh Lord, we're so grateful. Thank you. For yeah. Because yeah. we know people who well-meaning have, you know, made, made certain mistakes that they uh-huh. would regret now that set them up to have a long season where they have to kind of Pay struggle uphill. And, yeah. and we're just so grateful. Like, Lord, you protected us from that somehow. And we didn't even realize it. So we just always have lived just off of whatever I am bringing in. Uh-huh. Wow. And that would include job as a pastor, which does not make a lot of money. And then any additional like income from other jobs that I would do. So I would do yeah, design, graphic design, graphic design yeah. to supplement. And so if we needed some more money for something, I would just get some more design jobs and yeah. add it up like that. 
And wow. that's so cool. Essentially, yeah. like, is it like you're saving half your income? It sounds like. Oh yeah, which we're is sa- yeah. super. The blog makes oh. that's the like blog mis- makes the blog makes way more <laughs> like than I will ever six make. or seven times more than rich. Makes. That's like Mr. Wow. Money. Yeah. Mu- have you seen yeah. like Mr. Money Mustache? Like the no. super savers who are like early retirement and oh, like yeah. yeah. I read some of those sometimes in oh, dream. Cool. But like that's kind of their philosophy. Like live off like thirty percent. Yeah. Or, like, and, I'll tell you if you set if you if it's really hard to do that stuff after I think, but if you if you start out that way, that, that really helped for us. And she was I, I'm the spender, she's the saver. <laughs> that's okay? the same here in our in our relationship. Um, I just that's I just never thought about money, never cared about it. If I had it, I would spend it. I just I just didn't think so much about it. And she would, you know, pine over every cent and really be careful about that. But we realized that when we got married, she has more of a, I don't want to say the word obsessive view of that kind of stuff, but almost kind of controlling about it. I'm she relating said, to you. Yes. When we get married, we decided for the good of our souls that I would be in charge of paying this the bills. literally our her. life. Yes. Wow. Because she would just Identical. get stressed about it. I'd be like, oh, we're, whatever, we're in the red for a month. We'll, we'll figure it out. And I'd but, be like, and we're dying. Yeah, I'd, and yeah. so she would check yes. in. Once I'm, a, I'm like, until we have a million dollars saved, I don't feel okay. Don't tell me. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she just didn't want to know. She's like, you just you would check in every once in a while. Are we doing okay? And I'm like, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We're good. That's so funny. That was exactly life. us. That's so funny. Still. And, yeah. she, and the funny thing is she's way better at it, way more organized with those kind of things. Her discipline's aligned to be better at that, but it was just better for our hearts and for our relationship for her to not have that weight. And I, yeah. for me, it just wasn't a weight. I didn't mind doing it. So yeah, we, like, we still do it that way. I'll come over and check in with Dylan. I'll be like, why don't you have more folders for more saving groups? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, like, we got one folder here yeah. and we got one here. <laughs> Checking and saving. Hey, you have folders. That's well, great. That's pretty good already. <laughs> We would have like 32 folders <laughs> yeah. if it were up to me. Man, well, that's so that's so inspirational. I hope everybody listening like can apply that to either if, directly if you want to do a food blog or another aspiration that you have going just because it's so cool to hear how you like decided that you wanted something more and you and you decided to build it for yourself. And maybe you didn't in the very beginning. You, you had just the goal for your kids, but it like it grew a little bit here, a little bit there, line upon line. And now it's just turned into something so fulfilling and awesome and you're making it work for you. So that, that is so cool. And Rich has thrown out a little bit about what you were doing during that time, like helping her and also started as a youth pastor. And Ash and I are both super curious to know more about your side of things and, and how you grew along that path to become a, the pastor that you are today, starting your own church. Yeah. So I actually, when we had met, we, we met uh, serving as volunteers in the ministry to high school students in our area. That is like us. Yeah. yeah, we have the same exactly. life. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that's awesome. And so we kind of got to know each other in that same kind of world. And it was shortly, I, w- I was in school for architecture at the time. I was my second year in. And you were in the Marines. I was, I, well, I, I was finishing up my, my reserve Marine time because I'd finished my, a couple deployments from the Marines prior to us even meeting. And so I was just volunteering at a church on the, the, the worship music team. And uh, that was the, the plan. We were we really can tell that we're aiming towards marriage someday here. And so that was the plan. And then a buddy who was leading the worship team at that big church says, I'm leaving to go start another ministry uh, overseas to reach people in Africa. I oh, think wow. that um, I think you should take my position at the church and lead the music here. Had you had staff. like any, in like any like thing that you've put out that you might want to, do like pastor nothing there was not there was no part of me that he thought, just kind of saw nope. it in you he was just like i just think this would be a good fit 
So huh. your goal was originally to do architecture. Yeah, I was just going to volunteer at our churches, whatever, wherever, wherever we ended up, you know, in life and everything. And I, I loved architecture. I loved design. I loved all the artsy parts of that. And uh, uh, just the creativity behind it. So I was, I was loving that life track. Yeah. And then this guy blows up my life with this thing. It took about a month just to pray over it. We spent some time uh, on my final uh, training uh, weeks in the reserves. And then uh, I came back thinking, oh my goodness, I, I, I'm gonna I think God this. wants me to do this. Wow. And so I got together with her. We'd only been dating for like a month. Yeah. But you were gone for like two weeks of that. I was gone for like two, two weeks. So I, 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 got, I, I connected with her. I said, honey, or not honey. I said, Laura. <laughs> um, I wasn't uh, honey She yet. wasn't honey yet. I was just like, Laura, I just want you to know this was the plan and I, I think I'm on a new one. So just giving you the heads up, if you want to get off the bus, now is the time. That's what I said. And she's like, nope, that sounds good. I'm willing to go wow. down that on that journey. So I started cool. on as the worship uh, worship pastor there uh, shortly after became like, the youth pastor and then adults pastor and then eventually moved to Utah to start a church here. Your first gig, that's probably the wrong word. Your first job was the like main pastor no worship, worship. Uh, i'm sorry oh, music. so music oh, okay I, yeah. I was like wow so no <laughs> not the first thing I, no yeah. he was not qualified very fresh that. That no not at all and so nope started music students adults and um it was while i was a a, a pastor of adults out there at one it's called a campus pastor it was a big church that had multiple sites i was a pastor over one campus oh, okay we uh um just both felt a burden on our hearts to uh, move away from where we had grown up and to plant a church somewhere. And we just began exploring where long series of events that led to us moving on out to Utah, a place we had no knowledge of. Which no blows my here. mind. Like Which the first time Utah came across our desk, I was like, next. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> it, was, it was the first potential opportunity or something that came to mind that uh, we just flat turned down. That's so brave. And it's because we had no context for Utah. We knew nobody here. We, you know, had a hard time finding out a map, I think, you know, at that time. So like if, if you guys listening, Utah is very like predominantly Mormon or LDS. I can't think of something scarier than like, it'd be like me wanting to start a Mormon church in like the Bible belt, which has happened, but yeah, it's like yeah. terrifying right. because yeah. Yeah. it's going against like the culture and mm -hmm. like the, the accepted religion. Like mm -hmm. it's what everyone is, not everyone, but mm -hmm. like you walk into a room and like you're, you're pretty sure like 80% of them are Mormon. Yeah, I think that Utah is the only state in the United States that has never in its history been predominantly Catholic or Protestant. Yeah. Huh. And so, yeah, it was a very unique thing for us, but we moved on out. Was that one of your main our, fears? You know, um, or did you even oh, know? Oh, we were not afraid. No. Would, no. Would you, was that at all? No, so brave. No, we really I can't think of like anything just, more terrifying. It just terrifying. felt exciting to us. Kind That's of thing, cool. You know? Well, we had been praying that God would give us like a, like a mission or like a purpose, something uh -huh. to do, you know, um, for, since we got me for six years, we had been praying for yeah. that and we felt like this was it. So we felt excited. Yeah. You know? And when we got here, it was hard. I don't want to make it seem like no. we, we, we had no fears at all. Of course no, we did have no, some, but, no. but oh, the yeah. excitement was way bigger than fear. The adrenaline yeah. was like, Phew. you guys are like pioneers, no. like the ones with the wanderlust <laughs> who are like, give us, give us a big challenge. Like oh, wow. I want to change frontier into farmland. We're quick after moving out here. We just fell deeply in love with, in the process, we fell deeply in love with you. I didn't feel like a sacrifice then because no. it's just was like, oh man, this place is amazing. Cool. So like the, what, what about it was, uh, was like relieving to you about Utah landing out here. Oh, um, we loved our neighbors. We loved the mountains. We loved 
uh, just the culture here in Utah, just everything about it was like, man, I think we're, we really are suited for this place. It's I a love good that place. there's always somebody with more kids than me. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was love that, that rare in yeah. Chicago? Oh, yeah. when yeah. I found out you weren't Mormon, I was like, what? wait, what? You have five kids? That never happens. <laughs> yeah. even, even the, uh, the LDS culture that's out here. That's people who take their faith seriously. And mm -hmm. oh, we just love people who take their faith seriously. It was a lot harder to find that in Illinois. So um, yeah, all true. the parts and pieces, even the things that would make it more challenging actually made it like more feel like home. So I want to yeah. come to your church. Yeah. yeah, you guys should come. Yeah, I want to come. Anyone's cool. welcome. Yeah. That would be really cool yeah. to go. Yeah. So um, man, so you get here, you say, you feel like the Lord is guiding you to come here. What is like, you've moved here. What is the next step in like oh planning gosh. a church? Like, where do you go from like, what's the first thing? <laughs> I don't even remember. We just, is it part of a bigger organization that you're like a branch of? How does that work? Great question. So when we were in the process of moving on out here, one of the first things I did when we realized, I, I think we're supposed to move to Utah, Utah. What? Okay. We started praying about that with a lot of other people. And I just typed in church planting Utah. Boom. And the first, <laughs> the first thing that popped up was a, a church planting organization by the name of Converge. And uh, like any Christian organization, you'll find just a statement of, of, of faith. So it's just saying, this is what we believe as an organization okay. about the Bible, Jesus, God, eternity, all this kind of thing. And I read that. I was like, yeah, we're together with them. And they want to reach Utah. They want to send people to Utah. And we're like, well, okay, that's what we want to do too. So, so that one lined up pretty well for you. A little more to yeah. it than that, but basically. Well, it was, we had it was to really go get like, like yeah. we had to go get assessed by mm -hmm. that organization. So they flew oh, us out to California. That was, that was insane. It really? was like, I was like eight months pregnant with Gabe, my second. It was like, and they put you through the ringer just to make sure you're cut out for, you know, church like planning. It was like a mini boot camp easy. for one week where it's, it was probably eight in the morning to eight at night. And they would just have me randomly stand up and preach on this, go. Wow. And, and then Did they, they would, feel like they were like judging you? Oh, the whole time they were. They well, had, that was the point. They had a team of yeah. 12 people that sat in the back oh with gosh. notebooks and they didn't say anything. They just sat there and they just took notes. I would have quit. And the, and <laughs> I would have thrown up <laughs> and then I would have quit. They would stand us up there. And for the record, this is all very well-meaning and we were oh. pleased to be part of it. So well, this is very And it was exciting. kind of freeing because you're supposed to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Like they're judging, they're, they are assessing whether or not you're cut out to do this and we didn't want to go do it if we weren't. So it was in a way that was freeing. Like, yeah, yeah. there were people with notepads, but like I'm supposed to just be were you me. doing it too yeah we were there together but yeah. you were like they would be like okay Laura you stand up now oh they yeah they would do that <laughs> you can talk about it oh go ahead no you go ahead I don't want to <laughs> so, like, uh, they, they would literally they would stand up and say, so we want to talk to you about money like how do you guys organize finances how do you prioritize how do you how do you do that and then I would make a statement and they would say okay stop they turned to Laura is that true whoa and then she'd have to be uh well yeah that's how it would yeah. be <laughs> sure, what, yeah. what do you consider as the biggest, you know, struggle in your life that might make this difficult for you guys? Or are you in full agreement on these kind of things or disciplining your kids or all these, just all these little factors, man. And they were so intense about it. And it'd be late at night. And we'd be so tired. And they would just keep asking, you know, wow. drilling and drilling. And, um, but it was really good was because so then helpful. when we got the confirmation I, from them that, yeah, you guys can, you, we got like the unanimous thumbs up. You guys are good to go. That was like our piece. It like, brings some okay. confidence to you. Right. It really does. Yeah. And church plants fail dramatically. New startups of any kind of business would. And in the, the world of starting a, a church like that is actually really a, um, a low... Uh, a low percentage of success of it actually sticking around two to three years later. Yeah. And so they don't want to send people out or just going to burn up their lives and their family and their, their, their marriages are just destroyed by it. Sometimes when people aren't really well suited and no one's willing to say, I don't think you should do this. Mm. Yeah. And so it that's why it was so helpful. We felt Lord, 
let this be our final confirmation. If these people say that we're not cut out for it, we're just going to take that as a sign from you. We'll still move to Utah. We'll just try to be part of another good church that's out there. And um, I'll get a job at Home Depot and uh, do graphic design on the side. And we'll just be Utah people. That's how it'll work. And so when they said we had already felt pretty confident we were supposed to live in Utah at that point. Yeah. I don't think we would have made the cut. Well, I know you guys are great. I no. Like Dallin and I tried to sell pest control once together and it well, literally destroyed us and that, me. Yeah. Mostly me. I'm sure neither one of you were uber passionate about pest control. No, though. it was like yeah. the yeah. it wasn't like, like yeah. to bear my I was like, I'm a kindergarten yeah. teacher. Yeah. I'm not a bug girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they give you the big approval, like stamp of approval. They say you can go do it here. Yep. And then, uh, then what? Then we went and we raised support. So we literally, that was, that was, that, that was the worst. I'd be yeah, like, hi, can you, yeah. and the, did we you knock doors? No. Is it like no. family no. and friends? Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Family friends. Uh, Our uh, church from Chicago. Yeah, big network of people that we had, a big church there. So we just got people together. And for the record, this kind of thing, that kind of missionary involvement is pretty typical in the, the Christian world we, we lived in, right? So for people to get together and say, we really feel God's sending us to go do this. Can you pray about whether or not you're supposed to financially be a part of sending us out? Huh. And so this is so like, I was, it was amazing. It was amazing to watch it work, but it was also super scary. Yeah. That was by far the thing that I held on to for the longest saying, I still don't think we should do this because I did not want to have to do that. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause it's like, uh, you don't want to let these people down for a lot of multiple different reasons. Yeah. All the parts, well, it's just weird for us to humble ourselves to just ask some other people for help. And a lot of times it was almost strangers. That was yeah. amazing. Well, and you had asked earlier, like, what did you do when you got here? We had no idea what we were going to do. So we were like, hey, can you support us? We have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, you know? we and do? so, uh, we'll tell you after we get there. Uh -huh. And after we do like it. <laughs> so we're just going on trusted time. I was there for seven years as a pastor. And so they got to observe us, our family, and you know, learn to love and trust us and trust what God's doing through us. And so. Okay. The, the well, first and the first we person asked, we asked. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You no, go. you say that. No, you go. You go. Go ahead. <laughs> The first person we asked, we were like, they were on the list. We're like, well, this is our definites. Okay. Wealthy family, very close to us, deeply loving for us and investing. Oh, into these the are the worst ones to ask. If yeah. Well I, well, I thought this was, the, this was like, well, certainly this family will. He's been a mentor for years for me and all this kind of stuff. This and sounds so like a heartbreaking I story. I went and I was just like, hey, brother, so you know that I've been talking about this for months. You've been thinking about this and I'm about the process like trying to raise support. I've never even asked somebody for this. I don't know how it works, but will you pray about that? And he comes back and he says to me later, he goes, Rich, I am fully for your family doing this. I'm entirely in support of it. I just don't think that God's leading me to financially support you guys. Oh my gosh, my hands are sweating. Oh, yeah. I, was just like, <laughs> I was just shocked. You're like, is this a sign? Or? Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. The very next Sunday at church, I, I don't know if I preached that day or something like that or mm. did music. I didn't figure out what I did, but right after the service was over, um, you know, it's not 1,500 people maybe in the room kind of thing. It's a, it's a big, big worship center in that, that one location. And a family comes down out of the balcony, comes right up to me, and they said, we want to support you. That was just straight up. We want to support you guys. I wow. Was like, Who are you? And they go, you don't remember us, but we sat behind you in the balcony like every week before you became the worship pastor here seven years ago. And I'm like, my, like, oh, goodness, you're still up in the balcony? Up there? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, yeah, but we just, we've been praying about it, and we want to support you. I had, I, they would never have hit the radar of somebody to ask to come to a meeting to hear about what we're doing. And, and I was just like, at that moment, I was like, all right, the Lord's going to have to do this because it's not going to be by the things we think are going to yeah. make it yeah. work. So. Well, and when you're the first person says no, 
you realize the worst somebody can do is say no, you Uh know, and it's like freeing almost, you know, it actually is. Well, and it's because we know that that's just not what God had for that person, you know? So it's like, well, we have peace about that. And totally, but yeah. Man. So, okay. So did you build a building or did you rent one or how does that go? Oh my gosh. So we started, <laughs> just started like church services Sunday night in our house, in our living room. Okay. Started chairs. House. I'd play the guitar and then I'd. Then I, I saw I'd an sing. Instagram story. You're good at that. At oh, the guitar. Uh, yeah. He's very and then, good. And then I would, cool. uh, you know, do preaching, which is really weird in a setting like that, especially from where we came from. In yeah. living room. We went from our living room to uh, borrowing another church's uh, rooms on like a Sunday night to renting the community center in, in our, town. our town. And then we uh, eventually found a building that was a wa- an empty warehouse, more or less, that we got on a song to, to rent. So we have a long-term lease on the building currently. So Cool. Man, and, that is, and that's where you are today. Yep. I want to... Oh, sorry, doll. Did oh, you? that was... It. I just like, we're running a little bit short on time and I wanted to wrap it up. Dallin told me he had a conversation with you once, I think at the park that he said was just really inspiring to him. And then he told it to me and it was really inspiring to me about how you, it was kind of like your rock bottom story or do you want to getting, it was, it was a uh, story about first trying to get people to come and, and know about your new church that you're planning. Yep. I, that was such an inspirational I story. Go ahead and you I think that'd be a really fun one to end on. Like Not that's, fun. That's but. where it's yeah. like, okay, we've got a building. Like we're we're gonna do it on my living room. Now we got to get people to actually like start coming and wanting mm-hmm. to be a part of this. Like, how did that work? Yeah. So all the cheering for us, like, good job, guys. You're gonna make this work. This is awesome. Had faded. We had. It was just us out here, and it was crickets. And um, we tried doing an event. We put out. We've invested a bunch of money in like mailers that went out all into our into our local area. And uh, we were going to do this event on like a Wednesday night or Thursday. Night. I forget some night of the week. And uh, Wednesday you know, night's church activity night. Here. Yeah, I don't think it was Wednesday night. I think we actually thought about that. Oh, I think, really? I think it was actually Thursday night. That's a better night. But yeah. we we got together a lo- another local church friends of ours like sent a bunch of volunteers to come and just help be extra hands for the things we might need for that event, uh, just to tell people what you know us coming into town, what we're doing, and what we're hoping to do, and zero people. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I'm there with like three or four families that we've gotten to know out here that are excited about our church, hopefully growing and start launching and all that. And it it turned out to be zero. And it was so, it was like in the moment devastating. And it was one of those types of events where I I needed to come out at the time that the event will start. And then I would like, you know, preach basically and kind of say, this is what we're hoping to do and give the big pitch. Like the, this is... This is what's happening. And you've been and preparing was, that pitch no, for like days, yeah, months of months. thinking about it. Yeah, then, I'm sure. And then days of meticulously putting it together and then nobody. And uh, I'm out there looking at these people who are kind of like, well, what, what do we do now? Crap. It was so rough. I see, I I don't see your guys' faces like, oh man. That's I feel emotional painful. now thinking about it. I yeah. get like, do you like know I hyperventilate you thinking about that. Yeah. I think I just did it. I think I just did what I had planned to do. Cause I was like, my goodness, Lord, if you were in me planning this at all, you knew there weren't going to be any people. You're not surprised. Uh-huh. Like I am. So I'm just going to do what I think you tried helping me do this last week as I was getting most ready for this. Yeah. But the next morning was the day that changed everything because I woke up and I'm just sitting at my usual spot in the coffee shop with my Bible open and my journal open. And I'm just like, Lord, what do I, what do, what do I think about this? How do I process this? And it was, it was this beautiful moment when I realized we hit zero, which was our worst fear. And I survived. Like we're yeah. still here. Laura yeah. and I are still together. 
Our kids are still healthy and happy and they love me in the morning. You know, my God is still on the throne. Um, the world still kept churning on and it was so releasing to go, Oh goodness, I'm not afraid of zero anymore. Like the worst thing that could happen in that kind of regard got nothing on me. So it just released us from that fear and we were able to just move forward and almost all the rest of the ministry things and be like, Lord, we've been at the bottom. So there's nothing else that can yeah. be done. Yeah. That's good. And you just, you just are able to say like one day is not every day. Like let's, let's move on to the next day and what's next step. And then yep. little by little. And in and my personal relationship with God, I felt like the big learning in that was Lord, I obeyed you. Why didn't you reward me? Mm. And I, I, I kind of, I, I just felt the, the clear kind of uh, clarion call. Obedience is the reward. And to me that, I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget obedience is the reward. You get to just obey me, Rich. That's what I kind of helped, heard God saying. Um, yeah, you, and you doing what I've asked you to do is what is sweet about this. And maybe just well, like realizing that he's with you even in the failures. It's oh, not in exactly. an Like yep. you're not abandoned. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, mm-hmm. I just yeah. have to say like, I love how you talk about the Lord, how you talk about God. I think I've always felt very like, formal about it and very like connected but kind of disconnected but I love like you still show reverence and respect but it's like you're talking about this like wonderful mentor that you have Mm. and I think that's so just like it's it's like what I want to get to I so I think that's awesome Man, cool. Thank you so much, you guys. This has been such a pleasure chatting a little bit more, a little bit with you. Um, We are going to take it over to our other podcast now and tap into your into your knowledge about couples therapy because you guys have done premarital counseling you've done marriage counseling as leaders of a church we've been counseled you've been married you've been counseled you're married you have kids and our other podcast is called taking sides the marriage podcast where people send in emails and uh just explain maybe an argument they're having or needing advice on something or or a dispute that they're having with their partner and basically Ashley and I, for the most part, give our input, but we're so excited to have our first guests on that podcast to be you guys. That's cool. Well, we're so we're going to hop on over we're and on do on that it. other podcast. And for all of you, everybody listening, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Go check out the Taking Sides podcast where we're going to have Rich and Laura as our first guests answering inquiry, answering emails there. So yeah. just join you over there.